This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Love this time of year. You got Grey Cup football. And it's uh, camel beauty pageant season. <laughs> One of our passions, right, you Jim? Know, yeah, of course. We, we can't get enough of this kind of stuff. <laughs> this is a real story. Saudi authorities have carried out their biggest crackdown on camel beauty contestants, disqualifying more than 40 enhanced camels from an a- annual pageant, according to the state-run Saudi press agency. Mm-hmm. Camels disqualified had received Botox injections <laughs> and other artificial touch-ups. Probably like h- hormones and fillers and also like lip fillers, Taz. <laughs> like a Kardashian. <laughs> the popular festival invites breeders uh, of the most beautiful camels to compete for $66 million in prize money? Dude, this is like this is what? like a horse competition. You know how pricey horses get, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's basically the equivalent of that. Have you never been to one of these animal beauty contests before? I was at the county fair in Delhi. You wouldn't believe how many pigs had a Brazilian butt lift. This is, <laughs> this is a common occurrence. Oh, wow. So what would they do? They'd, they'd stretch out the lips and noses of the camels... Use hormones to boost their muscles. Also testosterone, okay. Inject heads and lips with Botox to make them bigger. (laughs) Inflate body parts with rubber bands and use fillers to relax the camel's faces. No word on what they were doing to the toes. (laughs) How do you enhance those? No, they're they're perfect the way they are. (laughs) You see them from a mile away. (laughs) And the humps, you know, you, you, can, you can always tell if a camel has fake humps because when it when they lie down, their humps don't sag into their armpits. <laughs> yeah, it's right? too stiff, yeah, yeah. When they're jumping up and down, they don't move at all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a little too perky, those humps. <laughs> Disqualified. Well, that's good news. You know, it's good news for the camels that weren't cheating. Mm-hmm. May the best camel win. Natural beauties. 108th Grey Cup. Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. Uh, you know who the headliner is for that halftime show. This is going to be so much fun. Tie Cats versus Blue Bombers. And let's see if we can get a little insight here. We've got uh, someone who's been working with the Hamilton Tiger Cats for 20 years now. Our pal Dylan Atak hey. is joining us, the equipment assistant for the Tie Cats. Hey, Dylan. Hey, guys. How's it going this morning? Good, Good buddy. How pumped are you? Uh, you know what? I'm so pumped. You know, my uh, my nephew Nash uh, and my and my just came in from uh, Jasper Border. Uh, he, they uh, they flew in. He flew in for the week. He's only two years old, and I'm so stoked. Uh, you know, uh, getting to be able to walk my fourth Great Cup and my first Great Cup here here at home. You know, it's exciting. You know, we haven't won it on at the stadium since 1972, so it's it's really exciting. You know. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, you know, taking the moment, you know, regardless of, of what happens, I'm really excited, you know? Nice. As the equipment assistant for the Ticats, what are your responsibilities, Dylan? What do you do for the team? 
Well, I, uh, I, uh, I set the field for practice, uh, and I washed laundry and, uh, and I also, uh, on game days, I help out on the bench, uh, doing the water and, uh, and, uh, any other duties that are needed, uh, throughout, uh, throughout the game. Are there any superstitions that you got? Like, is like there one any- guy says, don't wash my socks? Yeah, don't wash my socks, or, or there's like a special <laughs> fabric softener that mm. they request. Uh, Downy? Yeah, is there, is, what are they doing? Anything differently heading into the weekend with, uh, with the uniforms, or is it just business as usual? You know, business as usual, you know, and, you know, trying to, trying to get all the guys motivated, you know, and, uh, and, uh, as, uh, I think as we saw the other day, uh, everyone wants to, uh, the Thai Cats want everyone to, wear, uh, get the stadium to be black, blacked out so everyone mm-hmm. will wear black and, uh, and, uh, when the defense is on the field, chill out. We, we, we need everyone to chill out. Okay. Uh, we will be watching for you out there. I love playing spot Dylan while I'm watching Ticats games on TV. How will we spot you? <laughs> you wear a special hat or something? Uh, well, actually, uh, I also do the I, I and I also do the kickoff tee. So I run out and grab the tee when our kickoff kicks off. Uh, oh, k- uh, does a kickoff? Uh, so anytime when we uh, score touchdown and. Uh, uh, when Damagala kicks the ball, I always run up there and grab the tee. So, oh, so we can see you know, you'll, Oh, That's you'll awesome. see Dylan. Dylan has his own show on on cable fourteen, the Dylan Show. He's booking. He's booking bigger guests on his show than we are, Jim. <laughs> he just had uh, Doug Ford on with him what? this past week. Yeah, yeah. Dofo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've had so many guests on. Yes, awesome. Dylan is the unofficial mayor of Hamilton. <laughs> I am. <laughs> hey, hey, Dylan. Yes. Can you do an Oski Wee Wee for us? I sure can. Oski Wee Wee, Oski Wawa, Holy Nakana, Tigers, Eden Raw. And like I say, when the, when the defense is out there, cheer, cheer loud, everyone. Loud. We got it. Dylan <laughs> Atak. And, you know, even if, you, even if you're not attending the game, go down there and chill for, loud outside of the fence. We need you guys. You know we need Edwin Hamilton. Let's make the make city vibrate, baby. 108th Grey Cup. Watch for Dylan on the TV across Canada this weekend. Thanks, pal. So you know Liz, who does the midday show here, she also hosts Canada's Rock 20, which is a, a show that airs across the country, mm-hmm. including on Y108 in Hamilton and Power 97 one of our brother stations out in Winnipeg. And Liz uh, has a Grey Cup theme to the Rock 20 this weekend. Max from Arkells is co-hosting the show. It's going to be a ton of fun. She asked uh, if if anyone wanted to say anything about the Grey Cup. And uh, the morning show out of Power 97, Philly and Joe... They, they sent Liz some audio, and Liz was just going to play it on the weekend, but she's like, Taz and Jim, you guys have to hear what they're saying about Hamilton out in Winnipeg. Yeah, they're coming a little hard. They are. Listen to this. Hello, Hamilton. It's Philly and Joe from Winnipeg's Best Rock Power 97. You know, the home of the Grey Cup champs. Yeah, let me ask you this, Phil. I know what a tiger is. I know what a cat is. Yeah. I didn't know what a tiger cat was. Do you? No clue. Maybe they called it that so he wouldn't get it confused with tiger dogs. I don't know. It just came to me. A tiger cat is a losing member of this year's Grey Cup. Oh! (laughs) Oh, snap! Oh, snap! I can't believe they went there. Not on our watch, guys. (laughs) We got to talk to Philly and Joe out in Winnipeg. We got to confront them here. See if we can dial them up. Power 97. 
Hello, Power 97. Well, well, well. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Starts with that. Well, well, well. If it isn't old Philly and Joe, Joe and Philly, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking trash about the hammer behind our backs. We had to find out from Liz, mm-hmm. Canada's Rock 20. She ratted you guys out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we let our feelings be known about your city. Yes, we did. Taz and Jim on the air, Y108 in Hamilton. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're excited for a big victory on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, don't get too excited. <laughs> a little, little overcompetent? Uh, over <laughs> <laughs> I, I, overconfident. Yeah. But I, I think there is some compensation going on. I mean, it's cold out there in Winnipeg. You guys, you guys are talking a big game. It's uh, to compensate for the shrinkage, isn't it? Must be. Listen, the balls are bigger in the CFL, okay? They put it on a T-shirt. We're actually not overcompensating. It looks like the rest of the Canadian Football League and Hamilton are overcompensating. We're three-and-a-half-point favorites. We're the best team in the league all season long. How can it only be three-and-a-half points? I think that just means you're due. You're due for a loss. Yeah. Now, when you start to say things like you're due, I know you're reaching. You guys don't really believe you have a chance in this game. Like, I think you should be like, we'll be happy if we can keep it within 10. I, I think the Ticats are going to win the game, and we're willing to make a little wager with you guys if you're up for it. Okay. Okay. Delusional Hamilton thinks they can win the game, Joe. Okay, yeah, let's no, go. no, let's... I understand since the last time they did it was 1999. <laughs> I guess Prince will be the theme song on Sunday. Oh, come on. We got Arkells playing the halftime show. Pri- we can agree on the yes, Arkells. we can agree. Good choice. Pride Great. of Hamilton. I, let me just tell you guys, Burton Cummings rode, uh, rode Randy Bachman's coattails his entire career. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about this? The the winner gets one minute of airtime unedited. They can say whatever they want on Monday morning on the losers radio station. Sure. One minute? Okay, we'll take that. That's fair. Yeah. That's very fair. I like it. I, I think we'll just play the bomber fight song for you guys. I think that we'll think about it, but that sounds like a good yeah, minute right good. there. The the bomber fight song, how's that go? Well, it's a lot better than Oscar Wee Wee, okay? <laughs> when did Winnipeg people get so confident? Where did this... This is I unearned. I didn't even know it was a real place until this morning. <laughs> it's really this football team. <laughs> Joe, is it true you don't know what a tie cat is? Well, yeah. Like, uh, I know what a tiger is and I know what a cat is, but I don't think in ever in my entire life it's been referred to as, hey, look, that's a tiger cat. It's a, it's a real jungle cat. It's like smaller than a tiger. At least, I mean, when our mascot is awesome. On this field, it's like a huge jungle cat. looks awesome. The Winnipeg mascot is a smoking pregnant lady. Uh, okay, I got you. Yeah. Listen, listen. It, it works that it's a small cat, okay? I like that. Small yeah, cat yeah. sums you guys up well. We had to look up what a blue bomber was. I, I thought it was an airplane, but it turns out it's so cold in Winnipeg, they have to put antifreeze in their toilets in the wintertime, Jim. <laughs> you know, you have too many draft beers, you got to go drop a blue drop bomber. Drop a blue bomber, yeah, yeah. of course. I came prepared for this. Look at I this. Did. Tell you, honest to God. Honestly, I don't even think about Winnipeg that often. I had to Google. I like, I was like, what can I make fun of about Winnipeg? I don't know nothing about this. So I typed in "moving to Winnipeg" in Google, and it said, "Are you sure you don't mean anywhere else?" Mm, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's really good is that Hamilton finally has an event this year. <laughs> the Great Cup. Yeah.
That's a pretty good event to have. If you're going to have Sorry, one. it's not the Junos. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, nobody goes there. Uh, guys, uh, thank you for, you know, we thought you, we didn't know if you'd answer the phone. We didn't know if you'd be willing to talk to us face-to-face after firing the shots behind our back with Liz from Canada's Rock 20. But uh, we'll, we'll give you uh, some props for that. And we're glad we got this friendly wager going with Power 97 in Winnipeg. And we look forward to our free minute of airtime on Monday morning. Well, you know what? Why not? Because uh, Phil and I have all weekend to prepare and laugh for four hours of football mm-hmm. on Sunday. And then Monday morning. Give us prime time, okay, on Monday morning. That's all we're after. Prime time, okay. yeah. <laughs> and, and for everybody going to Hamilton this weekend, don't, be too, don't get too upset. You do get to come home, okay? Just remember that. <laughs> this is from a, a city who names all their teams after what people can't wait to get on when they're in Winnipeg. Jets, <laughs> yeah. get me the hell out of here. Leave our pregnant women alone, okay? I'll never forgive you. See ya, boys. Bye. Oski wee wee. Go Bombers! I, I was feeling a little nervous when I showed up to work. Why is that? I don't know about you. When you pulled into the parking garage, did you notice like a, a very strong skunk smell? I, you know what? I got on the elevator and I smelled skunk. I actually parked outside this morning, um, but uh, I, I sm- immediately smelled skunk in the elevator. I yeah. thought maybe you got sprayed. I, I forgot about it, though. <laughs> I was like, if I go to the studio and it reeks like skunk, I know what's going on here. What do you but, do? What do you, if you're if you're on your way to work and you get sprayed? Do you still go you, to work? No, you go home. You go home, man. Or else everybody has to suffer. Like it would <laughs> fill up this whole building, this whole floor. I was worried because it was the smell was so strong in the underground parking. I was like, there's a skunk in here for sure. Like, what if I get out of the car and this thing jumps out from behind one of the pillars and just. <laughs> Sprays me in the face. I'm saying, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what happened. More likely a car probably hit a skunk and then parked down there. I'm just guessing. I wonder if anyone has ever been so desperate to get out of work that they've gotten sprayed by a skunk on purpose. Like they saw one running through the neighborhood, so they got out. Yeah, they're like, car. oh, I didn't get that report done. My boss <laughs> is going to kill me. What can I do? Wait, there's a skunk rummaging through the garbage out front. I'll just put my face near its butt. Sure, sure. But then you would have to show up to work so they could smell you and then send you home. Because you could just lie and say you got sprayed by a skunk yeah. any day of the week. But if you actually did, you could show to up to work and then your boss would say, get out of here. And instead of you getting sprayed, you could you could get your dog to go get sprayed by a skunk or one of your kids, right? Mm-hmm. They tell your <laughs> ideally, yeah, yeah. Tell your kid, go, hey, look at that, go pet it, go look at that cat, yeah, <laughs> the white stripe. Because that would be if your kid got sprayed by a skunk, you'd have to stay home from work probably to clean. clean oh, that for kid sure, up. yeah, absolutely. You wanted to add something to that? I was driving down Richmond Street years ago in the summer, my arm hanging out the truck window. Skunk came across the line on Richmond, spun, and sprayed the whole entire side of my truck and my arm. <laughs> so I smelled it originally, and then it, the smell went away. It dissipated because you're so used to it. I drove to Strathroy, walked into my house. My mother came running out and said, what the hell were you into? And I had to sleep in the garage. <laughs> Your arm got sprayed, and you thought the smell went away, but you just I thought it was gone. You became acclimatized. Gone. Yeah, so I walked in the house, it like, this is like 3 in the morning, and she runs out, and he goes, what the hell did you get into, and you have to sleep in the garage now. Did you do the tomato soup or tomato juice? I forget which no, one it is. No, you don't, you don't use peroxide and, and uh, soap, baking soda and water. That's good. Huh. <laughs> tomato juice is a myth. Did you sleep with your one arm out the garage door? <laughs> <laughs> with the doggy door? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was pretty gross. Did you have to go to work the next day? No, nah, this was a weekend thing. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so, again, sprayed by a skunk on the weekend. You get all the stink and none of the benefits. Yeah, it's like getting your wisdom teeth taken out on a Friday. You got to milk it for the whole week. I want to see you peacock. Oski Wee Wee, we got the great cup at home in the hammer with the Tie Cats versus the Blue Bombers. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. Dev, what do you make of the matchup, pal? Well, I think it's kind of interesting. The last time these two teams met in the Grey Cup was the last time we had a Grey Cup. But the last time we met, Hamilton was really uh, favored. Hamilton was this uh, huge juggernaut. Everyone thought Hamilton was going to win. And Winnipeg came from behind to win it all. This time we have Winnipeg has really had a fantastic season. Winnipeg is their juggernaut, and Winnipeg is favored to win it all. So there's almost, you know, a reversal from 2019. Hamilton's home, that can't be discounted. And I think if you look at the season, all the data says, you know, the Blue Bombers are the favorites. They should win this. But the Ticats have been coming on as of late. Uh, They've been finding their groove. The Blue Bombers won a game last weekend that they probably shouldn't have. They turn the ball over like six times. You should not be winning games. You turn over the ball six times. So I feel as though uh, the Blue Bombers have gotten a little bit too comfortable. The Ticats are hungry and ready to pick up the win. Yeah, baby. I'll say this. Uh, for all the Hamilton fans worried that I just uh, jinxed your team, this is the best possible scenario because I think they're going to win. But if they lose, you can blame me. So I mean, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take the heat if they lose. I don't know if I'd want a rabid pack of Tie Cats fans coming <laughs> after me. Dev. Did you see what they did to the Argos? <laughs> hey, uh, when's the last time the Tie Cats won again? What was that? Uh, Nineteen ninety nine, right? 1999 that the biggest worry in the world at that time was Y2K so hopefully uh, the blue bombers turn out to be as dangerous as Y2K go tie catch thanks dev Ka-ka. you're listening to Taz and Jim Oski wee wee Oski wawa holy Mackinac. tigers even more couple weeks ago on the show we were warning you about the risk of the rat invasion Rats are taking over, and um, some cities are warning about putting your pumpkins out too early because rats likey the pumpkins. Pumpkin buffet. little pumpkin all you can eat. (laughs) And uh, the rats are are worse because of COVID. People haven't been going out to restaurants, and the rats have had to find new places to live and eat. And if your subdivision is full of pumpkins, could be an invitation. Mm Mm-hmm. You're on the list. Orkin Canada, the pest control company. We're always waiting for this list to come out every year. (laughs) (laughs) They released a list of Ontario's rattiest cities. All right. Number one, rattiest city in Ontario. No shocker here, Toronto. Gotta be home of the pizza rat. Or was that New York? That was New York. Oh, it's Canada's New York. Yeah, I think Toronto was the home of the poutine rat. Or was that Quebec City? That was, yeah, I think Quebec, maybe Montreal. <laughs> uh, given its size and population density, not a shocker that uh, that Toronto is, again, the rattiest city <laughs> in Ontario. It sounds terrible when you say it like that, but I mean, it is what it is. 
I, I expect nothing less. GTA coming out strong in this survey. Mississauga, mm-hmm. number two on the list for rats. Scarborough, number three. North York, five. Etobicoke, six. Richmond Hill, seven. Brampton, eight. Oshawa, ten. So a lot of the GTA infested with rats. Yeah. To be expected. I guess that's how the how they would uh, grow and spread. Um Ottawa moved into the top 10. See, Ottawa was doing pretty good. They're number 12 last year, but they've moved up to the number four rattiest city. Oh, that's a big leap. Huh. <laughs> Must be leaving their pumpkins out. <laughs> Must be. You <laughs> Putting would, their jack-o'-lanterns out too early. You would think the... Fr- I know it doesn't get that much more cold in Ottawa than it would in Toronto, but you'd think like... The further north you go, the less rats would survive the winter. Well, I think the main cause of Ottawa going from number 12 to number 4 on the rattiest cities in Ontario was the Liberals being re-elected. Mm, okay. <laughs> Those Orkin people are good accounting. So many rats on Parliament Hill. I bet you you're, I bet you you're, if you're from Mississauga and you're driving to work right now, you're probably just a bunch of rats in a trench coat. <laughs> Uh, Toronto, number one, rattiest city in Ontario, according to Orkin, Canada. I had a very strange experience yesterday, Jim. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it it was pretty awkward. So awkward that I had to pull out my phone and record the situation, what was going on. Hmm. Instead of telling the story, I I just want to play what what I got on my phone yesterday. Here we go. Okay, so I got some lower back pain. I'm at the chiropractor's office, Riverside Chiropractic, and I'm in a room with uh, two very nice uh, chiropractic assistants, Mackenzie and Liz. Uh, they asked me to take my shirt off so they can... <laughs> okay. They needed direct skin access, right? Exactly. Yeah, yes. so they are doing this scan of my spine. I'm shirtless. And they asked, what do you do for a living? I said, oh, I work at a radio station. And Liz says, what radio station? I said, I'm Taz, Taz and Jim. And what did you say, Liz? Um, Well, funny story. I named my dog after you. (laughs) 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 I listen to your show every morning. And when I got my dog 10 years ago, I thought, what am I going to name him? And I'm driving and I'm listening to you and Jim. And I'm like, Taz. And my 140-pound bull mastiff is still here kicking, named Taz. I I love it. And you said to me, you said, I need to show you a picture of my dog now so you can see the resemblance. Yeah, there's there's something there. A little bit? (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) How's your dog's posture? (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good for his old age. People ask you, did you name your dog after the Tasmanian devil? And I said, no, I named him after Taz and Jim Joe. <laughs> okay, well, that is the first time that somebody has said that to me. Um, is it okay if I put my shirt back on now? Absolutely, you can now. Yeah, <laughs> we're right. done with your scan- scans. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that, that must be a huge compliment, right? I think so. Unless they're yelling at the dogs, hey, Taz, stop crapping on the carpet. <laughs> All the time. I, I just want to give a shout out to that bull mastiff. Yeah. How you doing there, buddy? <laughs> Who's a good boy, Taz? Hey, Taz. Hey, Tazzy Tazzy. You're a good boy, aren't you? Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 530 until 930. Or 
subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.